0: Halloween is a fun tradition in the United States. Kids can dress up as anything they want to dress up as, run around, carve pumpkins, get candy, and have a good time. So we need to get rid of that. Open borders of Germany have consequences, and no one wants to talk about those consequences. It's just more crap the Germans have to deal with. They get what they deserve. And the Washington Post tries to push the benefits of atheism. Um, did this article accomplish that goal? We're going to talk about it. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. I hope you're all having a great day. Okay, we got a lot to cover today. I don't know how much we're going to get through, but there's one article I have to go through. <coughs> I have to go through um, about atheism. And they really pushed this in the article. And I I want to talk about this. But first things first, let's, let's get to my diatribe. And this is about the Palestine, and I put that in air quotes, and Israel, the Israel conflict. And also about the importation of Palestinians, which is what the United States now wants to do. And I've got some deep, heavy thoughts about this. Now, let's get something clear. Let's go over a little bit of history of Palestine, Uh, just because I think it's important. Palestine and Israel, all right? So I'm reading, I, I decided to go over, and of course, go over the history a little bit and I noticed that one of the things, I go to Wikipedia, which is always a mistake. There's a reason colleges don't use Wikipedia as a source for anything, because of the left-wing bias. So here's the story. So Palestine is a place that actually existed during the time of a group known as the Philistines. Okay, And it wasn't called Palestine at the time. Now, the Philistines were always a barbaric, nomadic, vicious, violent tribe. They always have been. And at the time, Israel, the Jews, and it wasn't called Israel at the time. There were other names. It was called Canaan, Galilee, whatever you'd like to call it. Israel moved into the area. Now, understand something very clearly. The Philistines back then were not Muslim. Okay, the Philistines were they, they they practiced polytheism. They were rather secular. They did not practice Islam. And when Israel moved into the area, Islam had not even been founded at that time. It was something like 800 years before Islam fa- Islam was founded. The Philistines, so Israel was developed Canaan Uh, Galilee. I don't have the names with me. And essentially, it was just a small area. And basically, the Israelis or the Jews lived in that area for a time, and they lived with the Philistines. Now, I got to be careful here, because I will confuse the Philistines and call them the Palestinians. And the fact is, that's not correct. Palestine is a name that was invented Way back when, after uh, Islam was discovered and Islam defeated the Jews, conquered the Jews, so Palestine doesn't even exist. It's the Philistines, so there was a war between the Philistines and the Jews, and this war, of course, uh, main talking point was uh, was the what do they call it? The David and Goliath myth, where David, David, the king of the Jews, fought. Goliath and defeated Goliath with his slingshot. That was an example. The Philistines ended up losing that war. The Philistines then went into the trash bin of history like a lot of civilizations do. And then Israel was born. Now, here's the kicker. About 800-900 years later, Israel was defeated in wars. And the the they were defeated essentially by the Persians. Okay, the Persians were Islamic. The Persians, this was 800,000, 800, I think it was like a 1,000 to 1,500 years after Israel had established, they defeated the Philistines and they established. They defeated the Jews. The Jews ended up leaving that area because they were being run out. And the Persians decided to call that area Palestine. Now, what does Palestine mean? Well, Palestine, the name itself, is basically just an insult to the Jews. That's what the Persians did. Palestine means the land of the Philistines. Well, the Philistines hadn't been around for about a thousand years. So right off the bat, you're thinking to yourself, oh, so they hated Jews all the way back then. That had never stopped. So... A bunch of Arabs who decided to, they didn't want to live where they were living. They didn't want to live in Jordan. They didn't want to live in Egypt. They didn't want to live in Syria. They didn't want to live in Lebanon. They all moved to this land called Palestine. Now, something to remember. The land of Palestine in all its history, in all of world's history, was never recognized as an independent sovereign state. It was controlled by the Persians. It was controlled by the Egyptians. It was controlled by Israel Israel and Judah during that. The Persian Empire won it. Alexander the Great of the Romans conquered it. The Ottoman Empire conquered it. It was always, always under the thumb of somebody. It was never an independent state. It was basically a territory. And, it, and I mean, I'm really flying over this. These people have been pissed off all their world history, all through world history, because they have always been a conquered people. Now, with that being said, then in 1948, Israel was given back Israel. Uh, what is it? Uh, 3,000 years after they had owned the land. Palestine was again, and it wasn't called Palestine again. It was just a territory. Palestine was conquered, and boom, Israel comes right back in. Now, here's the big question I have for you. Hearing this history, hearing that Israel, Galilee or, or Canaan, whatever they called it back then, hearing this, Does it sound like the Israelis who were on the land a thousand years before the Persians or Palestinians, I can't even call them the Palestinians because the Palestinians really had nothing to do with the land and the Palestinians were just a hodgepodge of of Islamists. Does it sound like the Israelis or the, the Jews themselves were the ones that were conquering and the ones that were settling no in essence it was the palestinians that settled and the persians that conquered israel was the one and it took two thousand years but they finally got their land back that's like sitting back and saying that the indians in native american indians and again i'm a native american i will never call them native americans again the native american indians got the land back from the united states and mexico And then we say, those Native Americans, they conquered. Of course, they would never say that. Americans would never say that. Indians just got their land back. That's what they would say. As a matter of fact, a lot of Native American Indians want their land back. And they're complaining about it. But Americans would never say that, oh, well, the Native Americans conquered their their colonists. They would never say that. But that's exactly what happened with Israel. Israel was conquered. They were colonized. They were kicked out of their area. And then they got their land back. And now they're called conquerors and settlers and colonists. And they're evil for it. If the Native American Indians did that in the United States, would they be called evil? Not by, uh, not by the woke. Not by the left. They just took back their land. So anyway... The Palestinians, going back, this this is going somewhere. Trust me, it's going somewhere. The Palestinians have always been looked down upon. They've always been looked down upon as fringe Islamists. They've never been really embraced by Jordan, Syria, Lebanon, Egypt, any of the bordering uh, Islamist countries. They're not looked down at as they're not embraced by those countries now so for example we have this war the Gaza war and it looks like Hezbollah is being bad up in Lebanon, southern Lebanon so it looks like uh, it looks like that Hezbollah is going to be turned uh, southern Lebanon is going to be turned into a parking lot very soon the United States is already committing, is already running drills in Iraq and because they're being attacked by these terrorist groups, so it's only a matter of time before the West Bank, southern Lebanon, and the Gaza Strip are just turned into parking lots. Because and they should be, because of um, because of their terrorist activities, and they should be. I know that's going to get a lot of crap. One of the reasons I can't post this. On YouTube is disinformation all this crap. Let me explain something to you. They should be turned into parking lots. And yes, women and children and the innocent will die. That's called war. Every war goes through this. But if you've got an existence issue in Israel because of the West Bank, because of the southern Lebanon, and because of the Gaza Strip, you need to do what you can to keep alive. So there's lots of talk. Well, where are these innocent Palestinians going to go? Right? Well, I mean, it would seem to make sense that the Palestinians were going to go anywhere. They would go to... And I again, I use the, the term Palestinian very loosely because they're never been a, they've never been a civilization. They've never been a, a, a sovereign country. They've never been a recognized country. It's always been a territory that's always been controlled by somebody else. You would think, and they're all Islam, there are no Jews in the Gaza Strip, there are no Jews in southern Lebanon, there are no Jews in the West Bank, they are, they've all the Jews have been pushed back into Israel. You would think if someone is going to take care of the Islamic Palestinians, in air quotes again, it would be one of those Arab countries. You would think that Egypt would take in Palestinian immigrants. You would think that northern Lebanon, which is a sovereign state, would take in um, Palestinian immigrants. You would think Syria would take them in, even though Syria is suffering through a civil war that seems like it's never going to end. You would think that um, Jordan would take in Palestinian refugees. Hell, we we can go another. How about Sudan? How about... Saudi Arabia, how about Iraq, how about Iran? Why don't they take them in? They seem to support them. Yet not one of those countries wants the Palestinians. Can I ask you why? It's because their Islamic ideology is so extreme. It's so poisonous. None of those countries want these people. These people live under an ideology that is evil. Hezbollah is evil. The Palestinian Authority is evil. The Islamic Jihad is evil. Hamas is evil. They don't want those people. Egypt does not want those people. Egypt has shut their border down. They don't want them. Jordan has said, not a freaking chance. And by the way, Southern Lebanon, or Northern Lebanon has said, we don't want them. If they come to the border, they will sit at the border. They are not allowed in. The question you've got to ask yourself, Saudi Arabia, forget it. They, they want nothing to do with them. They want nothing to do with the war at all. They're not for Hamas. Maybe some secretly are, but most are not. They've got their own terrorist problem that uh, the king over there is trying to deal with. The question I have for you is... Why does the United States want them? No Arab country, no Islamist country in the Middle East wants the Palestinians because their philosophy, their ideology is so sick. It's so evil. It's so twisted. They don't want them there because they know they'll do nothing but cause problems in their countries. Why would the United States bring them over here? And by the way, can we say that? that a land, a group of people is so evil, they should probably be wiped off the face of the earth? Can we say that? Because I think that. And I don't have any problem. I think all Nazi Germany should have been wiped off the face of the earth. We should try and say, yes, yes, we should save the innocent if we can, if there are any innocents. And a lot of people said, well, that's not a real Christian. No, that's exactly a Christian attitude. God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah because there were no innocents in Sodom and Gomorrah. And yeah, there were women and children in Sodom and Gomorrah. Lots of civilizations have been defeated. Lots of women and children were raped, beheaded, killed, enslaved, all through human history. Now, Israel is faced with an existential threat. That is Hamas. That is Hezbollah. That is uh, the the, uh, Palestinian Authority and the islamic jihad in the west bank they're all be they're all threatening their existence they want to go out and kill jews the october 7th massacre is exactly that they should go in there and they should wipe them off the face of the earth and probably all of them because innocence evil is something that's inbred evil is just there you may be innocent now because you haven't chopped the head off a baby But that doesn't mean 30 years from now, you're not going to chop the head out of babies. Sodom and Gomorrah is a prime example of that. So anyone who sits there and says, well, that's not very Christian. Yeah, well, you need to read the Bible because God said there is evil to the bone. And they're teaching their kids this crap. Not popular opinion. I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of crap for it. That's not even a far right opinion. That's just okay. Israel is under threat, and this is why it drives me crazy with all these Palestinians running around in air quotes again. Because Palestine was a conqueror, Palestine was a occupier, Palestine did try to kill the Jews off, Palestine was a colonizer, and yet no one wants to talk about that. Read, learn a book, read a little history. This is straight out of the first paragraph in Wikipedia, and Wikipedia is actually uh, biased to the left. I mean, they sit there and say, "Oh, Palestine, also known as the land of Israel, Holy Land, is has a tumultuous history, and that's where pa- that's where Israel and the Holy Land began." No, Palestine. It wasn't called Palestine back then. It was the land of the Philistines, which was, was a nomadic, brutal tribe. It was not a land. It was not a sovereign land. Even that is a lie. God forbid why we listen to that. So here's my thing. Um, if the Palestinians are so freaking corrupted, so evil, so twisted, that the Islamic lands, none of the Islamic countries want them. Why would the United States want them? Why should we take them in? These people are not gonna are not gonna become. I mean, I know acclimating to a culture that you move into is not a thing in the United States because of diversity and inclusion. Here, here's the thing. That's there are bad cultures out there. The Palestinian culture, again, air quotes, is a bad is a bad culture. It's an evil culture. We don't want it. We don't need it. They're never going to acclimate to us. They're never going to learn English. And they're going to kill Americans because guess what? They hate Jews. They're going to hate America. They hate Americans too. They already hate Americans. The LGBTQ plus poop emoji group cultists who sit there and support Palestine. Yeah, you'll be the first one they'll kill. Women, the women, white women who run around, oh, save Palestine and the innocent children. Yeah, you'll be the first ones they rape and enslave and kill. This is not a. This is not a healthy. I, I, I even can't believe I'm calling it a civilization. It's not. These people are evil. They need to stay out of this country. They don't belong in this country. Hell, I'd even say half of the. Half the Palestinians and the Islamists we have in this country right now probably shouldn't be in this country. Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar come as prime examples of who doesn't belong in this country. And that's what I've got to say for that. Hey, if the Palestinians need a place to stay, go stay in Egypt. Go get, Convince Egypt to take you in. Go stay in Jordan. Convince Jordan to take you in. Convince Kuwait to, Iraq, Syria, convince those countries to take you in. They don't belong in the United States. Their culture is poison. Their culture does not get along with our cultural culture. And Sharia, Sharia law, which is what they live by, it is not a thing that belongs in this country. Okay, let's get to our dumbass of the day. <laughs> Just to make sure, just to make sure you understand something, I'm not anti-immigrant. I am not anti-immigrant at all. Matter of fact, I'm I'm trying to get my brother, my step brother-in-law here, who's in Mexico, and I'm trying to get him over here because he he should be over here. And he made some mistakes when he was in the United States, including overstaying a visa. And I still think he should belong in this country. I'm not saying that that. All immigrants don't belong here. All I'm saying is there's got to be a culture. There's got to be an acceptance of if you're going to come to this country, you're going to acclimate to this country. You're going to become part of the culture of this country. We don't need people in this country that aren't going to learn the language, aren't going to acclimate to our culture, and actually are going to try to force their culture on us. We don't need that. We've got enough problems with Democrats and the left who want everybody from every other... That every other culture is fantastic except for the American culture. Maybe we'll talk about that. Hey, I got some news for you. There are a lot of cultures out there that are not compatible with our culture and that actually suck. And they're not necessarily radical Islamists I'm talking about. Mexico has a culture that sucks and is... A compl- a, just a bad culture it is a bad culture it sucks and half the reason Mexicans come over here is because they want to rid themselves of that culture but meanwhile we got politicians like I mean it, it, last month was Hispanic Heritage Month or some shit Hispanic Heritage Month? Really? Exactly what does Hispanic Heritage where, What what is to celebrate with Hispanic Heritage over American heritage. We don't have an American heritage month. Okay, you can see I, I I could go off on this forever, but let's do this. Let's let's listen to our dumbass of the day. And here's a guy. Of course, he's got purple hair. He's got earrings all over. He 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 colored his beard blue. Um, probably has tattoos everywhere. I don't see any piercings, but I'm sure he's got piercings. And probably gay, okay, gay or maybe a trans guy. I don't know. I don't know. But let's listen to him what he's got to say about white people. Seeing as melanin deficient Europeans created whiteness in order to enslave Africans and commit wholesale genocide, yeah, whiteness needs to end. Okay, let's 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 take a look at this a little bit. In that 11 minute clip, 11 second clip, you have such idiocy. It's not even funny. So let, let's hit the first. White people created whiteness to enslave black people. Is that it? First off, this is the one thing that absolutely drives me nuts. Um, I don't like the term white people. It's for me that's a racist term. It it really it really gives me the impression that we're not that important. I'm not white. I'm actually kind of tan. And if you're going to sit there and bitch and moan about something, bitch and moan about my Irish-German heritage. Because I see myself more as German than white. I don't even know what that is. I don't know what white means. Okay? And basically what white means to idiots like this is, is Western civilization. That's what they mean. Western civilization is bad. Okay? By the way, Western civilization... Has historically been great for everybody: Irish people, British people, Italians, Greeks, Russians, right? Hispanics. Hey, if if our if our whiteness is so bad in this country, why is all of Central South, Mexico, Central America, and South America trying to get in here? I mean, I, this is the big question. I mean, you're still saying it's whiteness. I mean, this guy says we need to eliminate whiteness. Basically, you need to kill white people. Now, what's weird is this guy is white. That brings us to our second point. Okay, our first point is white is not a culture. White does not make sense. White people are not one big bowl. There are different types of white people. Greeks and Italians British and Irish are not the same people. They weren't ever treated the same in, in in polite American society. Heck, Irish, Germans, and Italians were practically slaves when they came to the United States. So to sit back and say all whites are the same is, is stupid. Second, this guy is white, very white. So the question is, why? how is it that these white people can keep saying, we need to eliminate white people? Why do they do that? Well, they do that because this guy probably identifies as non-binary, gay, or whatever. And so therefore, be, when you identify as another victim class, you can actually sit back and say, well, I'm not white, I'm non-binary. And so because he he identifies as non-binary, his white goes right out the door. What he's talking about is white males. Now we could go white is just white straight people. We could say even males or females. I'm going to say white straight people because the reality of the matter is I'm not sure what he sees about women. Right? So if I'm a white straight woman he may see woman as a victim class and therefore they're not white either so it's white straight males that's what he's talking about or white straight people i don't know where he's coming from and then to sit back and openly say genocide 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 i mean we need to get rid of white people what does that mean exactly does that mean we stick them in ovens we gas them because that's probably what he means and by the way all these people that sit there with the purple beard with their purple hair and their blue beards. How long do you think it's going to be before your culture that you want implemented comes after you? It's a it's it's very sad. And of course then there's the typical, you know, white people invented slavery. We already know that's not true. I mean, there was slavery 4,000, 5,000 years ago with the Egyptians, if slavery were invented everywhere, and it wasn't invented, slavery's been around forever, and everybody did it. It was the Egyptians that invented it, if you're going to sit there and say that. We know that's not the case either. They had slavery in Asia too. They had slavery in Africa. They still have slavery in Africa and Asia. People don't believe that there's like 5 million people enslaved in Africa. There are. There's probably a 100 million enslaved in China. And heck, over the border in Mexico, there's tons of sex trafficking. That's human slavery. So this guy's an idiot. I love seeing this. Okay, so happy Halloween. Uh, According to Fox News, a New Jersey school district canceled official school-wide Halloween celebrations, citing its diversity, equity, and inclusion values and the purported potential for festival to be offensive to people from various cultures and religious backgrounds. Dr. Ronald G. Taylor, it's always somebody who is smarter than you. You notice that? Dr. Ronald G. Taylor, the superintendent of South Orange and Maplewood School District, sent a letter to families on October 6th explaining why any Halloween celebrations in the district will have to be held after school hours. Quote, as you know, uh, the school district is committed to promoting diversity, equity, and inclusion meaningfully, not just saying words, but promoting an inclusive school. Our aim is to build consistent approach across the district to how our schools observe and celebrate holidays to special events. Taylor wrote each year questions arise from families, students and staff about what the district schools will be doing regarding Halloween. Um, By the way, this is just the tip of the iceberg. This shit is going to get heavy by the end of the week because Halloween's next week. Okay. First off, um, do you notice that leftism is, including diversity, inclusion, and whatever, equity, it's just there to make your life miserable. You can't, you can't just enjoy something. Something as simple as dressing up as a cat and going out and getting candy. Even that is something that we need to get rid of. What they want to get rid of is everything that involves the culture. Absolutely everything. Anything that involves the culture. And as far as anyone who's going to be, um, who's going to be offended by me wearing a Native American Indian garb for Halloween, I'm going to quote Candace Owens: "Get a helmet and just deal with it." I'm I so tired of everyone being insulted for everything. And the reality is, these people are not insulted; they don't care. Halloween's been around for ages. They've seen it before. They weren't insulted then either. It's all bullshit. But it's all to get rid of the American, to destroy the American culture, to destroy anything that makes America a good thing. They want us to be some hollow, sterile country. And you can see that with our buildings. You can see that with our artwork. It's all disgusting, sterile, ugly. And that's what they want to do. And Halloween is one of the things. And of course, we're going to get all the articles from the Washington Post. I haven't looked at it today saying how evil Halloween is. And then three weeks from now we'll get all the, the articles from the Washington Post and the New York Times about how evil Thanksgiving is. Then a month later we'll get all of the evil uh, we'll get all of the articles from the Washington Post and the New York Times about how evil Thanksgiving is. It's so boring. These people have they're a one-trick pony. They just want to get rid of anything that makes this culture awesome. And by the way, there's so much that makes this culture awesome, that's part of the reason they're having trouble getting rid of it. All right, let's take a look what else we have here. Let's see what am I going to talk about. Oh, Germany. Let's get to Germany. Okay, Germany is an example of what happens when you have wide open borders and and what can really F up wide open, uh, become F'd up with wide open borders. Okay, so Germany has come in and they've basically accepted everything Islamic. In their country, within their country. To the point that police can't really even do anything with anybody who happens to be Islamic. Even if they are far... They are insane, radical, terrorist-level Islamists. Germany actually makes it so that radical Islamists are still welcome into their country. Now, they have people that'll watch him make sure that these people don't commit terrorist acts which is where this story comes from but they still are, they still have to invite them in this is story is an example of why you don't do that this story is an example why the united states doesn't let palestinians in palestinians in air quotes okay from the daily wire German police, of- uh, German police officers decked out in heavy tactical gear executed a raid on an apartment building in Duesenberg Dunsing- Dun- to arrest a man they alleged pla- was planning an Islamic terrorist attack on a Jewish event, according to multiple German publications and local police. German newspaper Bild reported, that's the, that's the name of the paper, B-I-L-D, reported that authorities arrested 29-year-old Tariq S., Full last name not given. Because we have to protect these people, right? We have to protect the terrorist, so we can't give their last name. Because God forbid we know who the terrorists are. Continuing. Because here's the thing. Tariq S, it's not just protecting Tariq S, it's protecting all of his friends. Because his friends were probably involved in the planning of the terrorist attack. And we don't want them being condemned because that's Islamophobia. Here's a newsflash. I, I do want to tell you something. You know what would have prevented 9-11? And everyone says it. You see it on the documentaries. If people didn't worry about protecting from Islamophobia. You realize when these, these terrorists walked onto the airplanes, there were several security officials that said, yeah, there's something look wrong with those guys. But... We were afraid of being accused of being racist, so we let him on board. This is actually in the documentaries. Maybe if we weren't afraid of being Islamophobic for about five minutes and we actually looked at some of these people the way we should look at some of these people. Now, I'm not talking racism. Being careful is very different than racism. I'm not saying the white man is better than all Islamists. I don't believe that. But the fact of the matter is, we can be careful with certain people. I'm careful with certain people just walking down the street. Anyway, continuing. Uh, where, where, where were we? Okay. After a foreign... Okay. German newspaper Bild reported that authorities arrested 29-year-old Tariq S., full last name not given, after foreign intelligence service tipped off German officials that about the plot according to the translation of the report. The suspect was reportedly already known for being a high risk after fighting for ISIS. They let this guy in. They knew what he was, and they let him in. This guy was fighting for ISIS. In the past, and writing in the past that he wanted to die as a martyr. Wow, and they let him in. Intelligence source. I mean, just fighting for ISIS and writing that you want to die a martyr should be enough reason to arrest him right there. That should be enough reason. Intelligence sources told the newspaper that the suspect was planning to ram a truck into a pro-Israel rally in North Rhine, Westphalia, to kill as many people as possible. Again, again, there's no military strategy, kill Jews. What do we typically call that when you just want to kill a certain group of people? Oh, yeah, genocide. By the way, that's exactly what the, quote, Palestinians, end quote, want to do in the West Bank, in southern Lebanon, and in uh, Gaza. That's what they want to do. Just kill Jews. That's what Iran wants to do. They want to just kill Jews. Now, Iran, at least, is not hiding it. They're sitting there. They want Israel wiped from the face of the earth. They've said that. So, not hiding it. Well, good for Germany. And by the way, this is what the United States is doing. Right now, the United States is doing this. Just letting everybody and their mother into this country. And by the way, we are turning into a shithole. This country is turning into a third world country. Complete with um, cardboard houses and everything. So, good for the Germans. Alright, so I'm going to skip all the other stories. I'll talk about them. Tomorrow, But I do want to get into this op-ed from the Washington Post because it is truly amazing. So the Washington Post released this opinion piece called America Does Not Need God. It Needs More Atheists by a broad named Kate Cohen. This is just an incredible article. It is all that is wrong with our culture because a lot of... I would go so far as to say... Most people in our culture actually believe this, or at least believe something like it. Because it is really kind of sick. So let's go through this opinion piece and uh, let me tear it apart. And if you think I was on fire before, wait until you hear what I what I think of a person who says that God needs to be eliminated. Because that's what this broad's saying. She's not saying we need more atheists. She's basically saying we need to eliminate religion altogether. Okay, let's get I mean, yeah, I'll get to it. let's let's get to it. Okay, before we get crazy here, just to just to make an announcement because again, I do this live and I, I like to say when something happens. Uh, Mike Johnson, Republican of Louisiana, has been elected Speaker of the House. So finally that's over. I know nothing about Mike Johnson. Apparently he's pretty conservative, but I I, I don't know anything. I again who cares? I outside of the fact that now we can get back to actually looking at the two hundred thousand dollar check Jim Biden wrote to Joe Biden and we can start investigating that again. I I don't see this as that big of a deal. But it was a blowout, I think it was like two hundred and twenty one or two hundred and twenty-three. So he got all the votes and then some. Okay, so let's get to this article. Okay, let's see. I like to say that my kids made me an atheist, but I really, but really what they did was make me honest. I was raised Jewish with Sabbath prayers and religious schools, a bat mitzvah, and a Jewish wedding, but I don't remember ever truly believing that God was out there listening to me sing songs of praise. I thought God as a human invention, a character, a concept, a carryover from an ancient time. I thought of him as fiction. Okay, right off the bat, we have some major problems with this broad. First off, she's crediting her kids for being an atheist. Okay, I, I just wanna I want to throw this out there. Okay, who, when did it come out that kids were the font of all wisdom? When did we make kids into Yoda? I have been raised to believe kids are stupid. I was raised to believe when I was kid, I was st- when I was a kid, I was stupid. Who suddenly sat there and said all oh, a 10-year-old has all the wisdom of Yoda? When did this happen? I don't know. I mean, they want these kids to vote. At 16, I mean, these kids can't decide whether they're a man or a woman, but they, sh- they, they got all the wisdom to vote. By the way, the man becoming a woman thing, uh, we'll get to that. That's coming. You, you knew that's going to be in the article. All right. The point of being a parent is not to listen to your kids' idiocy. It's to be a parent and raise them so that they aren't idiots when they grow up. But if the parent is listening to the kid and changing themselves because of the kid, then you got to question how that kid's going to grow up because it's not being raised. That kid is doing all the raising. And then we'll get to the other thing. Um, no, well, no, I'm not done yet. This is another thing. Why is it we're putting more trust into kids? The stupider the kids get. Today, our children don't know anything about a world history. They can't read. They can't write. They can't add, subtract, multiply, and divide. They are dumber now than they were 20, 30 years ago. And 20, 30 years ago, we didn't listen to the kids. 20, 30 years ago, we used to tell the kids, you know what, that's great, great opinion. Now go color with your crayons. I mean, in all seriousness, that's how I was treated. I used to have raucous debates with my grandfather. My grandfather used to just laugh at my belief system. And I'm talking, I was 16 at the time. And he used to say, you got the beliefs of a kid, which really pissed me off. But guess what? At 50, well, at 40, 30, I realized, God, I, I really believe that shit. Finally, this gal's no Jew. She was never raised religiously. She never bought religion. She never believed it. Okay, tip and which is normal when you're young. Okay? I was raised a Catholic. I went to Catholic school, I went to church, blah blah blah. And I grew up and I was just like, I'm so done with Catholicism. Guess what? As I got older, I began to embrace it more. I mean, Catholicism. I I embraced it more as I grew up, and that's because I became more reasonable. This gal she doesn't want to grow up. She just wants to be You know, free as a bee in a tree to do whatever she wants because she doesn't need no damn Bible or Torah telling her what to do. Okay, let's go on. Today I realize that means I'm an atheist. It's not complicated. My non-belief derives naturally from a few basic observations. Okay, these basic observations are an absolute trip. Number one, the Greek myths are obvious stories. The Norse myths are obvious stories. Elron Hubbard obviously made that stuff up. Extra, extrapolate. Is she f- effing kidding me? You are comparing Greek myths, which, by the way, is in the name myth. You're comparing Norse Norse myths. By the way, the Norse civilization doesn't exist anymore. And Elron Hubbard to to Christianity, Judaism, and Islam. Really? This is where you think religion started? First off, the Greeks weren't real religious. They were actually a very secular society. So I don't know what she's talking about. The Greek myths had gods raping women. They were not they were meant as more entertainment than religion. And L. Ron Hubbard, really? That's what you're throwing? Okay, right off the bat, that is a stupid... I'm not going to extrapolate because L. Ron Hubbard Greek myths and Norse myths had nothing to do with Christianity. To extrapolate that is is idiotic. Why didn't she say the Bible is a myth, the Torah is a myth, the Koran is a myth? Why didn't she say that? She can't say that because she doesn't believe it. The holy books underpinning, number two, the holy books underpinning some of the bigger theistic religions are riddled with, quote, facts, end quote, now disproved by science and, quote, morality, end quote, now disproved by modern adherents. Extrapolate. Um, no, that's part of the problem with atheism, atheism. Um, the texts of the Bible, Torah, and Koran are not science books. They're barely history books, though there is a lot of history in them. But no one said they were science books. No one said that every word in them was truth. They are basically human nature. They are basically philosophies about human nature and natural law. Okay? Science has not fixed morality. Do you know what she means by that? Well, yeah, the Bible says you can't you shouldn't have an abortion but science proves you can that's where, where she's coming from yes the bible says that a man can't dress up as a woman but science says a man can be a woman that's what she's saying this is stupid number three life is confusing and death is scary naturally humans want to believe that someone capable is in charge and that we continue to live after we die But wanting doesn't make it so. Okay, first off, um, here's a newsflash. You know who's... Death scares the crap out of everybody, including Catholics, including Jews, including Islamists. Well, Islamists, it depends. But death is scary no matter what. The Bible is not telling you what's going to happen after death. That's not the main purpose. The main purpose is to tell you how to live life. And if you live life well, you don't have to worry about death. That's what it actually says in the Bible. Yes, I know they talk about heaven a lot. But what Jesus is basically saying, hey, you live your life well. You live your life morally. You follow these rules, basically the Ten Commandments, and you don't have to worry about death. As a matter of fact, Christ, the Old Testament, the New Testament, they go a step further. They say, not only do you not have to worry about death, you don't have to be afraid of anything during life. That's actually a pretty good message. Live a good life, you'll be okay. I mean, sitting back and saying, no, we should be scared of death and ignore the Bible, that's stupid. I don't, I don't buy that at all. And then she goes into child rape and war, etc., that's number four. Child rape. What? Only religious countries have committed war and child rape? I don't know. 10% of the children in the public school system, which is completely atheistic and secular, 10% of the children have experienced, guess what? Sexual abuse, physical abuse. So to sit there and blame Child rape and war on religion is stupid. Continuing. And yet, when I was younger, I would never have called myself an atheist. Not on a survey, not to my family, not even to myself. So far, uh, she isn't making an argument at all. She's at best making non-religious arguments and, and saying that, you know, I, 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 I'm just an atheist, I've always believed in atheism. And we should just ignore the fact that she said she was Jewish because she doesn't believe she never believed in any of that. And apparently her parents didn't help her out on it. Okay? And by the way, these arguments that she's making these are cracker cracker jack box arguments. And all of these arguments she's making debunked absolutely ages ago continuing being an atheist at least according to the popular culture seems to require so much work you have to complain to the school board and about the pledge of allegiance stamp over in god we trust on all the paper money and convince grandma not to go to church you have to be a phd from oxford smart irritated by christmas and and shruggingly unmoved by michael angelos pieta that isn't me But those are the stereotypes. Well, no, those aren't actually stereotypes. That's what you people are doing. Continuing. And then there are data. There is the data. Studies have shown that many, many Americans don't trust atheists. They don't want to vote for atheists. And they don't want their children to marry atheists. Researchers have found that even atheists presume serial killers are more likely to be atheists than not. I don't know where... She came up with that. Most serial killers actually have an unholy, un, an unhealthy view of God and religion. So that's not true. And one of the reasons a lot of serial killers are atheistic, and there are a lot of them. Okay, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer was a Christian. So I don't know where she's coming with some of this stuff. But but to come up with this is that the reason is atheists don't have a moral base. That's why a lot of people don't want to deal with atheism. Because it has no moral boundaries. That's a huge problem. And as far as atheism really going absolutely crazy when it comes to to, people saying that, well, atheists do this and atheists do that, and that's why no one likes it. Athe- yeah, that's exactly why. Let's look, take a look at what atheists have done. They've removed the Bible from schools. They've removed God from the oath. They've removed. They want to remove God from money. They want to remove all nativity scenes or religious symbols. They want to remove the Ten Commandments from in front of courthouses. They want to ban Christian groups from reading in schools outside of classrooms. And by the way, that includes colleges. They want to remove God from Christian universities. Christian universities. She even admits they're doing this. Because she said, oh, it seems like it's a lot of work to be an atheist. Well, how about this? Be an atheist. Leave me alone. Leave the schools alone. You guys are actually doing that. Yes, we don't like atheists because you're trying to step on what we can do. Doesn't seem right. And if you have any doubts, go to the court system. The Supreme Court has a atheist law that needs to be ruled on every Supreme Court uh, uh, session. Every one of them. Here's the problem. Um, here's the thing. Human beings need religion to make sense of life. It's not just death. Human beings need God to make sure there's some moral base. The big beauty of God is that we have a moral base. We have a way of living. Okay, there is a way that we have to live. And she brings this up a little later. Okay, atheism Atheism is a religion. Contrary to popular belief, atheism is a religion. Why do you think they fight like Islamic jihadists to get rid of all religion? Because it is a religion. It is their moral sense. It is their purpose. The problem with atheism is their purpose is to prove that there's no purpose. It's it's a paradox. It's a contradiction. It doesn't make sense. Atheism doesn't answer any questions. Atheism doesn't teach you how to live. It does nothing. It's a dead end. And with that, we're going to continue this tomorrow because I'm already 55 minutes into it and I got a lot more with this. So I hope you guys have a great day. We will actually start tomorrow's podcast by finishing this article because I can't, I can't skip this article. I hope you guys have a great day. This is Gene and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.